Hey, everybody. Welcome to the On Deck Podcast presented by Star. I'm Shannon Somerville here with Tyler Weeman about to break down another exciting day of mm-hmm. fantasy baseball. Today is Thursday, June 2nd. It is National Moonshine Day, National Rotisserie Chicken Day, National Bubba Day. If you guys didn't know, Bubba is a nickname or pet name mm-hmm. given to someone as a term of endearment. Do you have a Bubba? Uh, I could say I have a Bubba. Aw. Got a Bubba in your life? Yeah. The only Bubba I know is Bubba Watson, although I guess I call my dog Little Bubba. Little Bubba. Uh, National Leave the Office Early Day. That's a good one. Which is a great one. It's it's a real thing. I'm not making it up, so you can tell your boss. (laughs) You're all excused. (laughs) And the first thing we have to start off with, though, before we get into our slate for today and our prop bets, Mm -hmm. is the story that just keeps on giving. It's this fantasy football saga, (laughs) the fight between Jock Peterson and Tommy Pham, and every day something new comes Mm -hmm. out of it, and it just gives us some great content to start the show with. So for those of you who aren't familiar, I'll just really quickly run down what's gone down. So Friday Reds Tommy Pham slapped Jock Peterson. He's a player for the Giants before the game, right? Mm -hmm. It caused this big melee before the game. And this was over a fantasy football dispute that's been just simmering since last year. So fam accused Peterson of cheating and messing with his money by putting one of his players on the injured reserve who actually qualified for the injured reserve tag. Nonetheless, Fam also said he was insulted by some <laughs> anti-Padres I'm gifts. I'm insulted, too. <laughs> that were directed at the Padres' <laughs> shortcomings last season. And then he goes and drags Mike Trout yes. into this situation. That was the update yesterday, mm-hmm. of course. Mike Trout apparently is the commissioner of the Fantasy Football League. And... Tommy Pham said he was a terrible commissioner. Mm -hmm. So the saga continues. Well, yesterday, um, the injured player who inadvertently sparked all this drama, 49ers running back Jeff Wilson Jr., he was the one who qualified for the IR tag after he was briefly sidelined by a knee injury toward the end of last season. Well, he has spoken. (laughs) He offered his thoughts on the situation for the first time, saying that was crazy. And Robbie Gould actually told him about it. And he was like, bro, that's crazy. I'm just honored to be in the conversation. Shout out to Jock for having me on the team. And shout out to him for taking one for the team. I guess the San Francisco Bay guys got to stick together in that one. Uh, But he's he's team Jock. Did you see that Trout responded too? Trout. And he said he's, he's... not sure if he's going to continuing. What was his uh, response? Well, he said that every commissioner he knows gets booed. <laughs> so he didn't really care he for it. And, and he decided not to throw anybody under the bus. Just keeping it classy. Kept it classy and moved on. All right. I guess we should move Which on. Which we should probably Which do. Which we should probably do as well. <laughs> Let's get to today's slate. We've got a couple games on deck for today. A couple differences between the FanDuel and the DraftKings. We'll kind of just address all of those. Um, two quick weather notes. Rain at New York Yankees game. That may be interrupted. So it's a doubleheader. The second mm-hmm. game um, should play. Just keep an eye on it. And then at Baltimore, where the Mariners are paying a visit, storms begin before the game. Mm-hmm. They might be their mid to late game. Again, just double check. Keep an eye on those. 
Let's first talk about our high-owned pitchers for today. We'll start off with Padres lefty Sean Manaya going up against the Brew Crew. He's 37% owned on DraftKings, about 15% owned on FanDuel, 402 ERA, 210 opponent average. Last game, three earned runs, four hits, seven innings pitched, five strikeouts versus the Pirates. The Brewers, though, have the fifth highest OPS in May. However, they're much worse against lefties. Yes. So this could actually be a great matchup for Manaya. Yeah, and I think there's a chance that on DraftKings, a 37% might be a little low. He's kind of in the best matchup and quality pitcher. Today's pitching is weird. It's not that good. Mm-hmm. Kind of... Meh. Meh pitchers. <laughs> fine. Fine. Just fine pitchers. Uh, but anyways, Manaya, he's going he is a lefty. If you want to face Milwaukee, you want to do it with a lefty. They strike out 24%, bottom four versus lefties, worst average in the league versus lefties. And the combined K rate today is 26%. Manaya has been solid. He's had great strikeout stuff but he has made a mistake in every single game which has caused that era to be four his fifth 3.88 yeah. uh one other note is he's allowing 35 percent hard contact so he is letting people hit the ball hard. right yeah he i think he's top 15 in home runs per nine if i'm not mistaken so he does yeah. but it's kind of like a lot of those really good pitcher you know really good pitchers tend to give up a few yeah here and there they just you know miss one and Somebody sends it for a ride. He's going to have a great night as long as he can limit how many people are on base. You know, because there's there's probably going to be a home run or two. But Mm -hmm. as long as it's a solo shot, then he'll be fine. No harm done. Let's take a look at Orioles righty Jordan Lyles going up against the Mariners. 33% on DraftKings, 2% on FanDuel. 426 ERA, 284 opponent average. Last game, three earned runs on nine hits in four and a third versus the Red Sox. So... Not awesome for him. Mm-hmm. Just three strikeouts. He is averaging about six strikeouts a game, though, over his last five games. And uh, what's intriguing you about this play? Uh, I mean, I'm not that intrigued by it because of the ownership. Yeah. However, Lyles has been hot lately. 3.28 FIP over the last five. 23% K rate over that time, which his normal K rate's more around 20%. And a 4.6 FIP over the last 20. So he is absolutely pitching much better right now. Now, Seattle is a top five offense versus righties. They strike out at 22%. So this is one of those ones where it's like, are we going to see a little regression out of Lyles, throwing a little more of who he's been? Uh, Or is he going to stay hot and, you know, kind of limit the Seattle offense, which interesting is Seattle is getting some ownership also. So. We'll uh, talk about them a little more later. And the other thing is Lyles has faced really good teams. Um, That's kind of one thing I've been looking at, especially with today's slate, is some guys haven't faced a lot of Mm -hmm. great teams. And so you just got to take it all in context, I guess. Yeah, Lyles has been all right. Yeah. Just meh. Just meh. (laughs) Cardinals lefty Matthew Libertor going up against the Cubs today. 30% owned. On DraftKings, 11% owned on FanDuel. Now, he's the 16th overall pick by the Rays. He it, That was the 2018 draft. He ended up coming over to the Cardinals in the deal that sent Ron, Randy Arosarena to the Rays in 2020. 
He was the Cardinals' number one prospect per MLB pipeline, 39th overall. So this is a guy who's been pretty hyped up in his career. 372 ERA, 231 opponent average. Just two games, though. So looking back at his minor league stats, his strikeouts uh, percentage was pretty high. 28% of batters uh, struck out against him in AAA. So... Small sample size for him to look from, but what are you mm-hmm. expecting from him today against the Cubs? Yeah, so he's only had 9.2 innings in major leagues, 4.27 FIP, 20% strikeout rate. And what we've seen in the minors, like you said, 28% strikeout rate. He's striking out about one batter per inning in the minors. So he does have some strikeout stuff, and the Cubs are striking out 23.7% versus lefties. Uh, so that <sighs> Libertor's... Uh, K rate may be a little bit low and Cubs like to strike out. So we could see a little bit of upside there. His minor stuff. He's a career 3.8 ERA in the minors. It's not amazing. Not great. Right. We just kind of don't, I feel like this is one where you don't necessarily know a hundred percent what you're getting. at. Yeah, we don't, we totally don't know. And it's interesting. The ownership is as high as it is for him. I, I was surprised on that too. Uh, I think it's more so that the Cubs just strike out a lot. Sure. And that he does have some strikeout stuff. Mm -hmm. And his last outing was pretty good. Yeah, just two hits and five scoreless against the Brewers who are a good team. So um, I can see why people are drawn to it. Just still surprised to see the ownership where it is given he doesn't have Interesting it's against the Brewers and he's a lefty too. Going back to Manaya. There you go. mm -hmm. It all comes full circle. (laughs) All right, let's take a look at Giants lefty Alex Wood, who's going up against the Marlins today. He's the highest owned on FanDuel at 42%. And this is not a guy who's on the DraftKings slate. So one of the differences in those uh, two main slates for today. So when you're looking at Alex Wood, he's got a 481 ERA, 289 opponent average, although righties are hitting him pretty hard, 318. Last time out, he gave up three earned runs on four hits in five and two-thirds, six strikeouts versus the Reds. Um, Marlins haven't been great at the plate, mm-hmm. 20th OPS in May, and they don't do really well against lefties either. Yeah. And that's really like why I made sure to kind of talk about them, especially with the ownership on, on FanDuel is Wood's been good. 3.5 FIP. He's, he's a decent pitcher. He has a 25% K rate, but it's really Miami here. Miami versus lefties is striking out like 29.7%, leading the league in strikeouts versus lefties. So there is a lot of upside here. And it totally makes sense on FanDuel why he's the highest owned. The other side of this game with Miami and Sandy uh, Alcantara, he's the second highest owned guy mm-hmm. on FanDuel. Uh, which makes sense. I mean, right. these two are in the best matchups. One's the best pitcher on the slate. The other one has a really good ma- matchup as a lefty. Yeah. So uh, that's where we're going uh, for Fandle. That's that that's where all the ownership's going. You can always trust a George Bulldog to pull it off for you. Just saying. <laughs> Let's take a look at some of our low-owned pitchers for today. We're going... Mm. To start off with Dodgers righty Tony mm-hmm. Gonsolin going up against the Mets, five and zero record, one eight zero ERA. Mm-hmm. Last game two earned runs on four hits, six innings pitched, seven strikeouts, and this is one of the guys I was looking at, and he has yet to face a top five offense this season. Yeah. So while those numbers are very intriguing, 
you have to take a look at the teams that he's faced. And today he'll be facing the Mets, who have the second highest OPS in baseball behind the mm-hmm. Dodgers. And second best versus righties also with a 122 WRC+. plus. They have a 275 average versus righties, mm-hmm. which leads the league. They're absolutely a tough matchup. Gonsolin has just been a solid pitcher, though. And there's not that much to choose from on this slate. And I think there is some safety with him. 3.2 FIP over the last five, 30% K rate over that time. His stat cast data is good. Combined K rates, 24%. It is a tough matchup, but there is some upside and some safety with it. But you do have to pay up for some of that safety. All right. Cubs righty Keegan Thompson going up against the Cardinals today. Now, when you're looking at the Cubs, they've just had a ton of injuries to their starting rotation. So this is a situation where Thompson's moving into the starting role full time Mm -hmm. for the foreseeable future they just announced. Now, he's one of the best multi-inning relievers. Mm -hmm. 158 ERA, 217 opponent averaged. As a starter, he's fared pretty well. Last start, one earned run, uh, which was actually a home run. Four mm-hmm. strikeouts in five innings pitched versus the White Sox. Today, though, going up against a Cardinals team that can hit the ball pretty mm-hmm. hard. What are you expecting from him today that kind of intrigues you for a daily fantasy now the cardinals can hit the ball but they are much better versus lefties than versus righties and Mm -hmm. they are kind of average versus righties only strike out 19 percent of the time so there may not be a huge upside here but thompson is super cheap uh you did mention he was a reliever so they are still stretching him out he did went to 77 pitches last game so he's going to have enough of a leash to pay off his salary but mm-hmm. he's been a good pitcher. 22% strikeout rate, 3.5 FIP on the year. The implied totals only 4.1, which is one of the lower ones on the slate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's a decent spot. It, I mean, his position and, say, Lyles or Libator isn't really that far off mm-hmm. and just not as much ownership going there. And the other thing is just the price point, right? I mean. Yeah. It's a good opportunity, especially with some of these um, bats that might be a little pricey, especially if you're going to stack with some course field guys or something. And it definitely looks like we're probably going to be paying up for some bats today Mm -hmm. with the pitching. So, All right. Well, let's take a look at how we're stacking today. Mm -hmm. We'll first start off with our high-owned plays. We're first taking a look at course field, Braves, (laughs) Rockies. Uh, Braves first. So Braves are going up against lefty Austin Gomber, who's got a 5-5-1 ERA, 277 opponent average. Last game shelled eight earned runs, just one and a third innings pitched. That wasn't at Coors Field. That was at Nationals Park. Meanwhile, the Braves are fifth in OPS versus lefties, and the Rockies have the worst bullpen in baseball, Mm -hmm. which bodes well for Braves. Yeah, and they're top right in WRC plus versus lefties, second in the league uh, in ISO versus lefties. Pretty much the entire Braves offense Mm -hmm. has over a 200 ISO uh, versus lefties. So. He's <laughs> yeah. He has a very tough matchup. The implied total is six. The one thing that Gomber has going for him, he does have a four point three three FIP over the last five, or sorry, on the year, a uh, five FIP over the last five. Most likely, mostly be due yeah. to that last start. But he's he's been decent. 
the, the other thing, only allowing 1.1 home run and 32% hard contact. So he is limiting some hard contact, also keeps the ball on the ground. But it's this Braves offense of Ursa Lefty and in Colorado. Six yeah. implied total, highest on the slate. It makes all the sense in the world everybody's going there. And they are significantly higher owned than everybody else. Yeah, I believe that. Taking a look at the other yeah. side of that matchup, Rockies will be going up against Braves righty Ian Anderson, who's got a 4-3-4 ERA, 228 opponent average. So not too bad at all there. Mm-hmm. Righties are hitting him a little bit more, 291 average. Last game, four earned runs, actually two home runs in five and two-thirds against the Marlins. The Rockies, they can hit the ball. Fourth mm-hmm. highest OPS in baseball. Uh, not as good against righties, though. Yeah. So that's the caveat there. Yeah, they've been a little below average versus righties. But Ian Anderson's just been off this year. He was kind of a highly touted prospect, was unbelievable his rookie season at a 30% K rate, but his K rate this season's down to 17%. Wow. So there's something that he's just not right about. And his FIP is 4.7. He's walking 4.3 per nine, allowing 1.1 home runs per nine. Makes sense that people are going here again. It's Colorado. There's a high implied total. This game has the highest implied total or game total by far. Mm -hmm. So... Is this one, because the ownership is going to be there, is this one you kind of have to have in your lineup or one that you would look I would say you either, for me, if I'm building lineups today, I'm either going to take this game out Mm -hmm. or I will stack one of the two teams. Mm -hmm. It's probably no in between. I probably wouldn't even do like a two-man or three-man stack. It would Mm -hmm. either be fully stacked or... I'm off of it. All right. Mariners are the next high-owned stack going up against Orioles pitcher Lyles. So we talked about him earlier, 4-2-6 ERA. He's one of the higher-owned pitchers, Mm -hmm. 284 opponent average. What's intriguing people about this matchup from the Mariners side of things? Well, in 48 plate attempts, uh, Lyles is letting the Mariners hit 262, so they're hitting decently. There's... It is warm weather. I think it was like 77 degrees, wind blowing out. And Lyles is is lamenting hard contact, like 29% hard contact. But um, he's been pitching a little above his pay grade lately. Mm. His career FIP is like around five, and he's been pitching as like a mid-threes guy. So I think some people are just expecting some regression here. Mm-hmm. And it also makes sense to pick on Ion pitcher yeah. if you're going there. All right. Now you don't get the normal leverage you would because they're right also now, higher every, on yeah. stack. It's, so yeah, okay. Yeah. So low owned for today. Mm-hmm. Yankees going up against Angels lefty Reed Detmers, who's got a four six five ERA, but he has a really good opponent average one eighty one. Now, he's given up a pair of home runs in each of his last two games that were both against the Rangers. He's not as good on the road. His road ERA is 8-4-9. He's got a 283 opponent average on the road. Not sure what that means for him today in the Bronx. Yankees Mm -hmm. fifth in slugging versus left-handed pitching. Yeah, and Detmers has a FIP of 5 allowing 1.5 home runs. And that FIP would be much higher if you took out his no-hitter. He had mm-hmm. one amazing yeah. game, and then outside of that, he's 
not been good. Right. So he's allowing 45% fly balls, only 29% hard contact, but there is a 4.6 implied total here. Obviously, Sportsbooks thinks the Yankees are going to score. It is one of the higher implied totals in the game. Their top five offense versus lefties have a 203 uh, ISO versus mm-hmm. lefties. So it's they're in a similar situation as the Braves, just yeah. the Braves are in Colorado. <laughs> Another bullet point to add to that would be the Angels bullpen ranks 20th. Yes. And they give up the fourth most home runs. So and you against the, the Yankees porch. team, yeah. That, A little small park, that, short yeah. porch. So that bodes well for Yankees today. I am actually now looking at it. I'm surprised more people aren't jumping on that. But I guess they're also probably expensive. Yeah. And I, I think it's just that everybody is going Braves. Uh, Dodgers mm-hmm. are expensive and also in a decent spot. Okay. So. Orioles, another low-owned stack here going up against Mariners righty Chris Flexen, who has a 4.47 ERA, 2.74 opponent mm-hmm. average, although 2.94 in May, giving up a home run per game. He's got the seventh highest home run yeah. per nine. Yeah, 1.6 home runs per nine. He's absolutely giving up home runs over a five FIP. Warm weather in Baltimore, like we talked mm-hmm. about earlier, 40% fly balls, 33% hard contact, and implied totals 4.8, which is another one of the highest on this slate. Uh, personally, I'd be more inclined to want to stack Baltimore than Seattle. Okay. Both teams have been decent offensively mm-hmm. yesterday. Baltimore went off yesterday. Yeah. Seattle went off the day before. You know, so I I like the spot. Baltimore is kind of a sneaky yeah team they they have definitely they definitely have those games where you're like wait is this yeah well they they have quite a few guys that have some power some guys with speed so they're also kind of an easier team to stack and they're a little bit cheaper Mm -hmm. so you could get kind of some of the better pitchers with using them all right so some great plays there for today remember if you want to optimize your lineup check out linestar linestarapp.com has all the stats you need to Help you make good decisions when you're making your fantasy lineup. We like good decisions. We love good decisions. Now it is time for our home run calls of the day. Where are you headed today? And is it Coors Field? It is not for my home run. I am going to the Great American Small Park. All right. To TikTok extraordinaire Joey Votto. Uh, it's 75 degrees, winds blowing out. They're going against Adon, who's giving up a 495 slugging to lefties, while Votto has a 541 slugging to righties. So I like the matchup. There's good hitting weather. Ooh. The small small home run park. We're going Joey Votto. Joey Votto. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you can do a home run shimmy tomorrow and put it on TikTok. I am and then not we can try to get we can try to get Joey Votto to do edit. I am not copying that TikTok. <laughs> I'm going at Cardinals first baseman Paul Goldsmith. We're going Goldie today for a home run. He's going up against Cubs righty Keegan Thompson. We don't know much about. We don't have a good read on mm-hmm. him because he's mo- being moved kind of from a reliever situation to a starter situation. He has been really good though. However, Goldie, eight of eleven home runs of his this season have come against right-handed pitching. He's got a nine fifty-eight. Slugging the last seven days. He's just been absolutely yeah. 
on fire. And Keegan Thompson, as I mentioned, he's been good, but likely won't go past. He'll be on kind of a shorter leash, probably mm-hmm. won't go past six innings. And the Cubs bullpen gives up the second most home runs in baseball this year. So that bodes well for Goldie. Also, he has nine home runs in his career there at Wrigley. So I'm thinking he gets 10 today. Get into the double digits. All right, let's take a look at our prop bets for today. We've been going two for Tuesday the past two days, but today I only have one for you. Sorry, guys. I only have one as well. (laughs) What's your prop bet for today? I am going to Colorado with the Atlanta Braves second baseman, Ozzie Albies, for over 0.5 runs at minus 120. Huge implied total. Kuna probably isn't in the lineup again, so he will be leading off. He hits really well versus uh, versus Gomber, and uh, I want him to score a run. (laughs) All right. I've got Cardinals Juan Yepes over one and a half bases. This is at plus 125. Bit of a risky play here, given that he's only hit this in three of his last 10 games. However, his OPS versus righties is over 200 points higher than versus lefties. He'll be going up against the righty Keegan Thompson today. Now, just a side note, all four of his home runs have come against right-handed pitching this season. Just saying, while Thompson's been good, the Cubs bullpen just hasn't been, as I mentioned in the home run call when I went with Goldie, Mm -hmm. they've just been terrible. They give up the second most home runs. So I'm going. Juan Yepes over one and a half bases plus money. Let's see it. I like it. Let's do it. So, as I mentioned, we've got a few weather notes, which is the Yankees may be interrupted, but they should play. That's the second game of a doubleheader. And keep an eye on Baltimore. Storms should move away before the game, but then they'll be back mid to late game. Just keep an eye on that one. That's going to do it for us today. Hopefully, Joey Votto Mm -hmm. gets you a home run and we can see you do a nice TikTok for it. Yeah, I don't know about that. (laughs) Do you want to see... Tyler TikTok comment below do not answer that (laughs) (laughs) make sure to like and subscribe we will see you guys tomorrow have a good one bye